We will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. He is mad. He is crazy. Some say he never had any marbles at birth. Or maybe he's onto something. It's the Queery Cast with Larry Queery Rye. It's not fearless. Just real talk. And now, here's your host. Welcome to this week's episode of the Criticast. The name is Larry and it's such a pleasure being here for yet another episode. I'm always excited when I have one. Yeah, uh, in the first uh, segment, I'm going to talk about the news, of course. Uh, just go through the news and stuff like that. In the second segment, I'm going to talk about the doctor's strike that is on right now. I had an interview on ZFM with the doctor and it was just sad, the conversation I had with him. And the final segment, I'm going to give you five relationship rules that I believe are outdated and should be abandoned now. But carry on. First of all, um, the big story on Thursday was Robert Mugabe coming out in an interview conducted by the SABC. And, you know, hey, the less I say, the better. It, that, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. The less I say about this situation, the better. I just, I've just got so many things I could say. I probably end up, end up probably just having a whole podcast about this, to be honest. So let's go on to the next thing. There's a cricket tournament that's happening in Zimbabwe at the moment, where Zimbabwe uh, is hosting a t- nine other countries or nine other teams. And it's in the Super 6 stage. On Friday, Zimbabwe uh, play against um, what the, the special stage called the Super 6 stage. They play against uh, Ireland. And the idea is that the, uh, Zimbabwe, if Zimbabwe win all their matches or end up in the top two, then they will qualify for the, uh, the World Cup proper. So this is the, one, the tournament that, that is just before the World Cup. So this being hosted in Zimbabwe. Most of the matches are now going to be taking place at Harare Sports Club uh, after the group stages that were uh, taking place in different parts of the country. So, yeah, just uh, head out to Harare Sports Club if you're in Harare. Uh, check that out. I'm sure you will enjoy it. It's uh, an enjoyable day. If, you, if, if for nothing else, uh, have a good drink with mates and stuff like that. So, yeah, do, 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 do the damn thing, as I always say. Uh, what else is there? Sad news about Craig Mack. Yeah, passed away. American rapper was big in the, I'd say in the 90s. He came under uh, P. Diddy's uh, Bad Boy Entertainment around the time that, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Notorious B.A.G. B.I.G. was pretty huge and so forth. Uh, he came up with a song, um, the new flavor in your ear. I've just forgotten the lyrics. I'm bringing new flavor in your ear. Yes, that's the song. <laughs> so, yeah, that um, it shouldn't be laughing. But anyway, he left afterwards and uh, mainly play, stayed out of music. Uh, you know, really, he had problems and stuff like that. What else can I talk about? Hot uh, Life Jirequi. Yeah, that's sad, eh? Um, he had an accident, a Caps United footballer, captain of Caps United, actually. And also, he is the... Um, 
It was at some point, I think, the, two seasons ago, he was the soccer star of the year. He's also plays for the Zimbabwe national team. He probably would have been called up for the latest squad. Zimbabwe is going to be playing in what they call the Four Nations Tournament next week in Zambia. Uh, they'll be taking part in that, uh, along with uh, South Africa, Angola, and of course the whole Zambia. But uh, he's had his hand crushed and it had to be amputated from what we find out, found out. It's coming from a birthday party and had an accident. And then did you see that Winky D video? Oh gosh, it was... Uh, yeah, uh, you know, Ngirozi is such a beautiful song. It's such a beautiful song that the guys from the ICC... Uh, some of the executives coming in from the ICC for the cricket tournament absolutely loved that song. I was at karaoke the other night with them, and you know they were grabbing the mic and they get Aussie and get Aussie, and some of them have, have changed their ringtones. So Winky's uh, music is going to travel the world thanks to the ICC cricket tournament that's taking place. Yeah, and I'm just going to finish off the segment to telling you about a book club that is being set up by 3mob.com, one of my other properties. And so if you want to join the book, book club, just go to 3-mob.com, 3 is a, as a digit, 3-mob.com for slash book club. Book club is one word. Uh, you can subscribe and then you could uh, join the book club. Yeah, absolutely. It's Larry. You're listening to The Criticast. You can listen to the Quiricast for free on iTunes or Iono FM. And don't forget to subscribe to the Quiricast with Larry Quirirai. It's not fearless, just real talk. It's Larry, you're listening to the Quiricast. In the second segment, I did say I will talk about the doctor's strike. But first of all, thanks a lot to Bonnie, who's the, who does the voiceover. She's an amazing lady. Get in touch with me. Of course, the details will be available at the end of the show uh, on how you can engage her. She does some amazing voiceover work. So, yeah. So, anyway, uh, the doctors have been on strike since the 1st of March. And... You know, the senior doctors have now joined them. So 90% of doctors across Zimbabwe are on strike. So I had a conversation with uh, Dr. Amastopo. I haven't gotten the video, uh, the audio clip. I was hoping to have it here and I'd have played for you some of it. But he was talking about the fact that doctors earn a dollar fifty per hour. Now, that's just levels of ridiculousness. And they, they, right now, uh, when the, the last time they went on strike, they were they just said can you bump us up to ten dollars an hour so they earn a dollar fifty per hour and but a compound to to to, to add insult to injury as well they they earn 49 dollars per month in medical allowance so essentially like he said on the show that he can't afford to get treated in the hospital he works in so he could be working a paradigma hospital right and essentially, he can't afford to be treated in the same hospital he works for, which is like so weird. And then I remember the acting president of the Zimbabwe Hospital Doctors Association said, you know, one of the things is that we just don't have access to equipment, like the, the tools to actually do the job. So most of the time you're doing called medicine. So you go into a place and you say, okay, I think the person's got this disease, but oh, you don't have the, the medicine or you don't have the equipment to be able to deal with it, which is absolutely terrible, if you ask me. It's just, it's just a, a level of ridiculousness. And I just like sitting there, I'm like, okay, look, 
it's a separate thing. But I've got loads of people traveling across the world and holding in Davas and so forth. All very well and good. I'm sure it's very great for the economy and so forth. But we've got doctors who are on strike and people are dying. Now, if this is an emergency of, Im of incredible proportions, then I don't know what is. I mean, I, there was a doctor who wrote into the program who said it's, it's gotten so bad that he has to, uh, he works 36, he, there was a time he worked 36 hours in a row. And, that, and he said uh, what ended up happening is he ended up making a mistake and the person died. I mean, I, I'm sorry, but it's slavery. And I think the government for the longest period has hidden behind the fact that, you know, guilt people into, into going back to work and say, hey, you know what, you've got to go back to work because of the Hippocratic Oath and so forth. And I, pay, I respect the Hippocratic Oath. But how can you expect somebody to, to work as a doctor if they just can't practice as a doctor? There's also issues like, for example, you get, get, you get a, you're called to go on call at, in the middle of the night. They've got no transport. And oh, when talking to Dr. Sopo, he says, you know what? We're back on strike because the government agreed to do certain things a couple of years ago when the last time they had a strike. Must be last year or the year before. And they just reneged on the promise. And for me, that is, that is just a strange situation. Uh, there have to be consequences. I don't know what they are. But somebody has to finally be held accountable for the situation. It's going on and on and on again. And a generation of people are dying. Mothers are probably dying. And, you know, a profession that is respected and so forth is being dragged through the mud at the moment. Because it's just, it just doesn't seem as if there's any urgency to deal with the doctor's grievances. I mean, look, they were supposed to have a meeting on Thursday. There might have been something that came out of that. But it's 22 days later. Or, yeah, wait, what, no, what was the date? It's, seven, it's 15 days later. And apparently they hadn't had a meeting in, three, in two weeks. So, so what are you doing for two weeks? If, I'm not talking about the doctors. I mean, the bipartite meeting, whatever it is. What are you doing for two weeks when no one is going to work? Get videos coming off the Ministry of Health and Child Care uh, Twitter pay account. Oh, we just visited this hospital. Oh, we urge the doctors to get back to work. But if those conditions that the doctor is talking about are true, what you're asking for someone to do was to get into slavery. Bop. So we are in the final segment, which of course is always a relationship segment, and I'm going to tell you about five outdated relationship rules that is time to abandon some of those relationship rules that have stood time for the longest and people just keep saying okay look you know and most of them are pretty impractical if you ask me hard to follow and sometimes sometimes just sexist <laughs> like, 
I mean, like, I don't even know how some relationships will work in a situation like that. So dating rules, uh, you know, need to restrict people. It's like dieting. So instead of imposing certain restrictions to yourself, maybe some of these rules may need to be have a rethink. The first one is a three-day rule. Now, popular wisdom has it that if you go on a date or meet someone cute at a party, and then text them right away, you're coming on too strong. And, you know, hence the advice is to say, wait for three days uh, before reaching out. But since uh, when is showing interest considered a, a negative thing, if you ask me? So, and especially because people are so connected now, in those three days where they're silent, say, hey, they might forget about you. Somebody else more interesting might come along. So get rid of that dumb rule. It's a stupid rule. It's an absolutely stupid rule in 2018. If they like you less, hey, at least you took the initiative. Maybe they're not the person that you should be choosing as a partner anyway. Secondly, don't sleep with somebody on the first date. Now, there's nothing contradictory about sexual chemistry and long-term potential. Now, some people say, you know, uh, you shouldn't have sex on the first date. Keep it. Some people say wait for 60 days or 90 days or 251 days. Who knows? Now, plenty of people have had sex on the first days have ended up in great relationships. And relationships can sometimes believe, begin on a one-night stand. I can testify to that. Uh, there's some research actually that suggests that people who sleep together quickly have less uh, relationships, but that's absolutely probably not strictly true because of the sex. It's there could be so many um, uh, factors. It could be a result of relying on it instead of working on your emotional intimacy. So the reality is as long as you focus on being intimate in more ways than just one, there's nothing to worry about. Someone who judges you uh, based on your sexual decisions is, well, you know, not worth it, really. And then uh, third is uh, only date people you, who meet your specific criteria. I know a girl who says that she's a heightist, and therefore she'd be like, oh, I can't date somebody who's below this height. Now, let's face it. When you have these very specific rules about, you know, dating a person who looks a certain way, went to a certain school, uh, hangs out in certain places, must have a, have this kind of possession and so forth, and must live in this area and writing uh, and all that other stuff, you write off a lot of great matches, okay? Uh, it's important to have standards, don't get me wrong, but ask yourself if your standards are helping you or just you're just necessarily weeding people off. So some people just come in. You, you'll be like getting into this terrible relationship. And, and I see it quite a lot in a lot of people that they get into these terrible relationships, relationships on um, one out of the other because they date a certain a person until according to certain criteria. And sometimes that criteria, the person with that criteria is simply incompatible with you. You know what I mean? I mean, go for something like they pay their bill. They, you know, <laughs> if you want to stick with them, you know, they, you know, or who are not likely to be a serial killer. And just, you know, unless you have a thing for serial killers, which is kind of weird. And then uh, secondly, the fourth is kind of related to the second one. It says, wait for somebody, for the other person to make the first move. Now, this is a guy like that major, majorly backfires a lot. Uh, so essentially, women who send the first messages, is like I'm tell women, women who send the first messages on date, uh, date, and dating sites, for example, have more success than men 
and supposedly end up with more attractive partners than uh, do women who wait. So as the 21st century has become more competitive and people are having shorter relationships now. So that idea before where people used to have relationships for like 200 years and stuff like that. If you wait and you think, oh, no, no, I'm going to keep, you know, keep this person arms length, we're going to make them work and whatnot and so forth. While they're busy, while you're busy doing that, they get distracted and they end up with somebody else. And then finally, trying to be friends with your lover's friends and vice versa. Now, the Spice Girls will probably differ this. I remember this song, If You Want to Be My Lover. I'm a bit of a Spice Girls fan. I was. I don't know. It's convenient if your social groups are the same. That's fine. But the important thing is that you like each other and that you like every, everyone in each other's life. Now, I'll tell you one thing. A lot of the people that were my friends a couple of years ago are not my friends anymore. So, and sometimes it's just distance. Sometimes we just end up liking different things and so forth. So in the 21st century, again, relationships of all types are getting a bit shorter. So given that sort of scenario, you know, you don't really want to spend too much time trying to be a significant other's friends. Just respect them and be kind and so forth. I know it flies, flies in the face of uh, a podcast from last week when I said how you can get your friends, <laughs> your lover's friends uh, to like you. But if, sometimes you just want to be liked. That's okay. Anyway, that's that for this week's Cricket Cast. Thank you very much for joining me. I'm back with you next week. Uh, the cricket is on, but I'll still be able to record the Cricket Cast late at night, like just now. It's probably, what time is it, like 10 minutes to 1 a.m. right now? Yeah, it's kind of nice at this time of the night because there's no, like, sounds. You get weird sounds interrupting. But, yeah, so I'll be back next week. Uh, catch me on ZFM Stereo on Mondays and Wednesdays between 7.30 and 8.30. And on, uh, what's the other day? On Saturday, Tuesdays. Yes, between 6, between 8.30 and 9 p.m. on Health Matters. Oh, uh, yeah, but other than that, uh, you, you get more information how you can get a, a copy of the Criticast. But just to tell you how you can get in touch with me, on email, it la it's Larry at 3-mob.com. Yeah, that's the email address you can get in touch with me on. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Quirirai. Quirirai's got a YI at the end. Uh, or just look for me on social media. Just look for Larry Quirirai, and you'll be able to find me on all sorts of social media. And let's get connected. Let's have conversation. Give me ideas on how you think we can improve the program. I love a lot of ideas. But uh, to, to finish off the program, um, I, I quite I, I didn't mention it right at the beginning as the news, but uh, some of you will know that Dr. Stephen Hawking, one of the greatest minds to ever exist in the world, passed away. And I'm going to leave the show today with a quote from the man Stephen Hawking, a genius extraordinaire. I'm just wondering how he's going to get they're going to pay tribute to him on Big Bang Theory. It's Stephen Hawking who said. The greatest enemy of knowledge is not ignorance, but the illusion of knowledge. The greatest enemy of knowledge is not ignorance, but the illusion of knowledge. It's been Larry. It's been the Criticast. Take care of yourself. You can listen to the Criticast for free on iTunes or Iono FM. And don't forget to subscribe to the Criticast with Larry Quirirai. It's not fearless, just real talk.